It's 18 minutes past 1 o'clock. Time for our weekly Focus on Health. And this week, we're going to be looking at the issue of flus. It is flu season, and it can have a serious impact on people's lives. Joining us right now to talk about it is Dr. Rosamond Lewis, Associate Medical Officer of Health with the Ottawa Public Health Unit. Uh, Doctor, good afternoon. Hi, Rick. How are you? Hi, great, thanks. I got my flu shot. Have you got yours? Excellent. Yes, I have. <laughs> my yeah. children, too. Your children, too. What's your recommendation to people? Some people are just have a natural aversion to getting a flu shot. What do you say to them? Consider it. Consider it uh, something that's really valuable, not only for yourself, but for the people who are around you. So those who are the most at risk from complications of the flu are, in fact, young children, pregnant women, and the elderly, seniors. So if we are adults uh, and uh, we don't have any other risk factors, uh, we may feel that we can handle the flu. But in fact, if we are protected ourselves, we also cannot pass it on to others who are more vulnerable. So it's a good idea not only for ourselves but for others. Yeah, very good point. Uh, Flu is a very serious business. I mean, in Ottawa alone, 15 people died of flu last year. Yes. Putting that within the context of Ebola, for example. Indeed. I mean, look at all the panic that we've heard in North America over over Ebola, and yet more people died in Ottawa of the flu than died in North America of Ebola. Yeah. So that's quite common that people are afraid of the unknown. So Ebola is something that is unknown to us here and was not actually known very well outside of East and Central Africa before the current outbreak in West Africa. And so uh, it causes fear. It causes fear um, because it seems like a terrible disease, which it is. Um, but it's transmitted in a very different way from flu. So for Ebola, you need to be actually touching someone's body fluid, someone who's ill, uh, someone who doesn't have symptoms, cannot transmit it. Um, respiratory infections are quite different. So, uh, you know, coughing on your hand and then shaking hands with someone is a very easy way to transmit the flu or other cold viruses. So it's, it's important to realize that really simple measures can protect us from all kinds of infectious diseases. Um, including the ones that uh, cause serious illness in in, uh, in Ottawa. I wonder if we could talk a little bit about this flu season. Last year was a bad one. 15 people died, as I mentioned, just here in Ottawa alone. What are you seeing now? I know it's early, but are you starting to see a trend? It is early in the flu season. Uh, we have cases that are confirmed. So, you know, some some people do have laboratory tests done, and so we know which type of flu virus it is. As we progress in the season, we don't do testing on most people. We already know what's going on. Early in the season, we do testing. So we already have six confirmed cases, which is the tip of the iceberg. There will be others out there, but it's just the beginning. What we're seeing this year is a type of flu, uh, which is an A A virus. We have influenza A, influenza B, and each one of those has different subtypes. So this year so far, what we're seeing is influenza A. It's early in the season, and we're seeing a type of influenza which tends to be a bit more aggressive. So last year we saw one which is actually milder. It was H1N1, which is the pandemic strain. This year we're seeing what we saw two years ago, uh, which is called H3N2 and tends to be more aggressive. So people can be a bit sicker. We've been hearing warnings that the U.S. vaccine this year may not be as effective as previous years because the virus apparently is mutated from its earlier form. What can you tell us about this and should we be worried? Well, every year, the World Health Organization calls together a group of experts from all over the world. Uh, They look at data and they say, okay, which flu viruses are circulating in different parts of the world? And they try and make a best guess because they're looking into the future, right? They're looking into a crystal ball. They're saying, well, what flu viruses do we think we might see this coming season? It's a scientific evidence-based guess, but it's still a guess. So in any given year, there will be um, a good match 
between the viruses that are actually circulating and the vaccine strains of influenza, sometimes the match will be not so good. So uh, that's exactly the reason why we have more than one strain in the vaccine. So the vaccine this year, for example, has three strains. Some of the vaccine products available have four strains. And this is kind of to cover the waterfront, to offer as much protection as possible to as many people as possible. So this year, the CDC is giving a warning. Well, it looks like there might be the early signs of a mismatch, but it is very early. And whatever uh, vaccine we do um, take offers protection, at least in some measure. So it may not be 100%, but it offers some protection uh, to different strains that are out there. It's never 100%, though, right? No, it's never 100%, precisely because there are a number of strains and there are, uh, what you're referring to is that a strain can drift a little bit. It can have small genetic mutations that cause it to drift. Uh, so protection might be a little bit less. But overall, getting the vaccine is much better than not getting it, both in terms of protecting oneself, in reducing the severity of illness if we do catch the flu, and in protecting those around us, as we alluded to earlier. Is there a point, though, that could be reached that uh, whether it had, in your words, drifted too far and there's a, a big mismatch between the vaccine and what uh, strain is out there? Do you reach a certain point where the current vaccine is simply ineffective? Well, it depends on what your definition of ineffective is. We usually have uh, efficacy or effectiveness of uh, well above 50%. Uh, sometimes it's uh, a little bit less, but usually it's more than that. And again, just a reminder that some people get really, really sick from the flu. You've mentioned that we had 15 deaths last year, uh, and that is usually in the elderly, sometimes in infants, a child, um, so that we really want to protect those, give them the maximum protection, the best possible chance. And there's really only two ways to do that. One is to offer the flu vaccine to those who are most vulnerable, but also everybody else, because it reduces the flu virus circulating in the community. And the second measure is to protect yourself by washing hands frequently, coughing in your sleeve, all the measures that we talk about all the time. They seem simple, and they are simple, uh, but they really do protect us from uh, this type of flu virus. Can you give us a sense of the bigger picture? We were talking about the situation in Ottawa. Is it the same strain of flu that we see sort of a wash in the world at, on a given year, or does it tend to mutate in different forms in different countries, even different cities? Well, there is a southern hemisphere and the northern hemisphere. So, for example, this year the vaccine strains, I, strains plural, because there's at least three strains in the vaccine, um, is the same as last year. There wasn't enough drift or genetic change in the virus between last year and this year. So we're using the same vaccine two years in a row. That doesn't always happen, but there's already being a change for what's going to happen in the Southern Hemisphere in, in, in the coming months when they enter their winter season. So we're already seeing enough of a drift that the Southern Hemisphere is going to change the content of the vaccine. Um, and probably we'll see the same um, type of discussions happening for the Northern Hemisphere next year. So, yeah, it's something that is monitored constantly by the World Health Organization and by um, public health agencies around the world to try and make the best match. I mean, we've all heard about the flu. I'm sure we've all had it at, at different times, different uh, strains of it. But sometimes we can just misdiagnose it ourselves. What are the common characteristics that maybe go beyond just typical sniffles or just not feeling very well? Sure. We have a, you know, we're exposed to any number of cold viruses. Um, a lot of people get the common cold, which is, uh, as you said, sniffles, stuffed stuff nose, a little bit of aches and pains. But the flu tends to be more serious. Uh, you really feel ill, uh, aches and pains, high fever, um, cough. And often for those who are uh, more vulnerable, uh, those symptoms can progress to what we call secondary infections. So they can get a bacterial infection 
over top of the influenza infection, and that leads to pneumonia and things like that. So that ultimately is what ends up making people very ill. It's a combination of the influenza as well as secondary infections. How many people do you anticipate this year will crowd into hospital emergency rooms? Because that tends to be where people go. They're, they're struck at late at night, and they're not going to wait the next morning, maybe. Uh, are you worried that, <clears throat> excuse me, here I am demonstrating my own symptoms of a cold coming on, but are, are you worried that uh, we have a tendency to overcrowd our emergency rooms with a suspicion that we may be suffering from the flu? Well, you know, people are worried. They, When they feel unwell, they feel worried. And, and you're right, they, they really should try and uh, insofar as it's possible and they're not too ill, see their family physician first, uh, attend to other clinics first, uh, stay home, drink plenty of fluids, don't go to work, try not to infect other people. Uh, there are simple measures to, to protect oneself and to protect others. Um, I can't predict the number of people that we're going to see, but it is uh, the fact that we're seeing cases already, it's relatively... Early December is a usual time to start, but remember that Christmas is coming up. So right now is the time where people are going to start gathering, getting together, hugs and kisses, and people traveling, uh, carrying their viruses with them. So it's still not too late to get the flu shot. You've got plenty of time to get it. It takes two weeks to mount a protective immune response. Between now and Christmas, you still have the time if you run out and get your flu shot now, um, because really that Christmas season is what feeds infectious diseases in the community because there's so much travel um, and there's and there's so much physical contact, which which is a good thing in many ways. Um, but uh, during that period of time, you got to remember to maintain basic hygiene, washing hands, and so on. Yeah, wash your hands and get a flu shot. Pretty basic advice, but critically important. Yep, and it's still available in Ottawa. Physicians' offices and uh, and the pharmacists are still offering the flu shot, as well as uh, clinics for children under five at Ottawa Public Health. Dr. Lewis, I want to thank you very much for joining us today. An important subject. You're very welcome.